0: Welcome to Beyond the Ball with me, Collie. This week I'm joined by Paddy. Hello. What's the crack, Paddy? And Connor. Hi. Hello.
1: Are, are, have both of your uh, balls come, dropped again since last night? Oh, what a day.
0: What a day. What a day. That was We had unreal, a yeah. moment
2: in, in that,
1: Callie.
0: Yeah, it was nice, yeah, there's a little video yeah. that's going around now, two weird faces. Share, places, share
1: for the people that don't know, what did you do yesterday?
0: <laughs> uh, where did we go? We went to DT Sports Recovery, um, not that I've had to recover from, because I'm a fat, fat fucker now, like, so, um, but look, I have legs, so <laughs> it kind of helped, um, yeah, so that was that was pretty much it, but now it was, it was deadly, anyone anyone that does any kind of sports or anything like that, definitely give the lads a shout, they're over in lock and they'll um, look after it, it's, it's a serious kind of recovery session. Ice baths, jacuzzi, sauna, and... I yellow,
2: we, yellow snacks.
0: Yellow yellow snack bars as well. They they, they brought out the right-colour snack bars as and well.
1: Like, so. There was more than one ice bath. Why did they make you, you share one? No, and we, 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 one. One. we
0: chose that. We chose that. We chose that. A yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, couple treatment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Lads, we have another guest on this week. Uh, he is a former League of Ireland player, player for Drada, Cork, Galway, Waterford. He now plays for Hartlepool United. Uh, we are joined by Gavin Hulahan. Gav, what's the crack? How are you lads? How are you getting on? A former oh teammate of mine is my is my claim to fame here. That that's about all I can I can offer this this podcast this week. Collie was the mascot. Um, yeah, we have to... yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am
3: not class pass water, water Yeah, we can't be
0: classed as a teammate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Gav, usually what we do is at the start of the podcast we'll just jump into uh, questions that were sent in by. Um, A couple of followers on the Instagram page. So we're going to do that. We're not going to change it up. We're going to go straight on to that. So we're going straight into the question section. Now, I say it every week as well. Top-notch quality uh, production. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> every week I say it. <laughs> yeah, and, and nobody ever
1: answers. Everybody yeah, just every, looks awkwardly i you. <laughs> just like, is that, is that it? Is that it?
0: Is that it? <laughs> uh, right, we're gonna jump on the questions. So we'll do now a little round robin here. So I'll we'll jump in first with the first one. So this was sent in by Sean Lucas. Would you ever come back to the League of Ireland, and if so, to who? Hard one to answer, I suppose. But... Um,
3: yeah, it is a tough one to answer. Uh. Yeah, it's one of them. Like I, I'd never say never, but at the minute, I'm, I'm pretty happy over here in the UK, and I just think there's, I suppose, a bit more opportunity and that to kind of progress my career. So, but I'd, ne- I'd never say never. And, yeah, who knows who I'd come back to? You'd obviously hope to if you did come back to come to one of the top, the top teams, like so. Um, but yeah, it's hard to answer that one. Yeah, right, uh,
0: Paddy. You <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes, sir. Um, okay, so this was with the Ireland team. Is it too late for an Ireland cap, or would you always still have it as a hope?
3: Yeah, that's miles gone now. <laughs> that's miles gone Are now. Uh, yeah, it's, well, I'm 30 now, so like, yeah, that's I think that ship has sailed, like, but um, yeah,
1: would that's you? What it is what I want. W- Would you like to get a cap for Ireland? Even now at this well, stage,
3: yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that was always a dream of mine. Yeah, it was a dream of yeah. mine, but just unfortunately, the career didn't obviously plan out as, as probably I suppose uh, I would have hoped. But look, that's the same with Hundreds of players yeah. like, um, but yeah, oh no, I always would have been something that I would have would have loved to have done. But yeah, that might be uh maybe beyond me now at this stage. You
0: did, right. you did get caps at a younger age, didn't you? Yeah, I got caps with.
3: Uh, under 17s and 19s, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I got a few caps when I was younger, but yeah, that was just for the senior team, yeah.
0: Right, uh, we'll move on to the next
2: one. Uh, Connor, you want to jump on this one, excluding yourself, obviously. who's the best player <laughs> you're playing at the moment. Ooh
3: got some good players you to get you
2: get you get um, let, let's be and let's be honest nobody is going to listen to this that they're playing with so you might as well just
3: <laughs> yeah. the be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah um I would probably say our captain Nikki Feb is a really good player um Nicky Featherston is his name uh we've got another kid Luke Molyneux he's like a winger type he's yeah he'll have a proper good good career in the game like um hmm. And then we've got we've got more experienced like gary little like he's had a good career over here he's played um league one league two most of his career but yeah he's um played for a few clubs like bradford carlisle and stuff like that he's played over i think he's creeping up to like 700 league appearances so he's um he's quality yeah about 200, 200
2: clubs
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> temper club uh right well we'll jump on so we we had another one that that's not really a it's not really a question it was just um Hartley bill 1987 signed signed the deal and stay so that's just someone voicing their their desire for you to stay at the club so um what's the deal yeah uh we, we have a, the a, the the <laughs> we have a question that we ask every guest um so we'll ask you you'll be no different if your house was on fire and you had to run in and grab two things from your career, what would they be? Um, <laughs>
2: cherry I orchard say, jersey, signed by Collie Coleman. I was
3: going to say my, my <laughs> milk cup, my milk cup cherry orchard jersey. Oh, I love it. I love milk that cup, cherry orchard jersey. Yeah, and then um, what would I say? Probably, probably my promotion final medal,
0: something like oh, that. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure, I have on the on the little graphic have you with the, the thing of the cup? It's fucking quality. It's, it's, what a picture. That, yeah. that's actually a quality that's a quality picture. Look. Yeah, it's class, yeah, yeah. Yeah. it's perfect. Yeah, I just noticed one thing as well. Just sorry, just to, there's a couple of comments in, so I'll just pull a couple of them up on the uh on the screen there. Uh Ronald McCann Hulan, obviously a um Hardy Built fan. JMW, we've got an Irish midfielder. Uh mm-hmm. AC Clercy, I presume that is our former boss at Cherry Orchard. His name is Gavin Hulan. Uh Paul Clare. is well. Yeah. Is, is he watching his life? Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, he is. He must be. He must be sending in comments. He's nothing else to be doing. Uh, what a loser! What a loser!
2: <laughs> Get a life!
0: Get a life! <laughs> Get a life uh, Jesus. Yeah, you and you're in the blue and then he'll hand. Yeah, So there's a couple of a couple of um, comments there. Sorry, there's another one actually that we will, um, we will ask you. There you got this one. Can you ask Alex? does you know Alex Clare and Paul Clare? Yeah, I presume. Yeah, he does
3: i do absolutely yeah they're actually another uh, uh, one up. here
0: sorry go on
3: no, I, I was just going to say they're coming over to our um the fa cup game on saturday crystal palace oh yeah, yeah
0: against palace yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about that later as well but um just a quick one in the comments there as well good questions what made you come to the pool so how did you find yourself landed early like? um
3: i suppose when i decided to kind of take another crack at it and go back over to the uk um there's a few clubs kind of interested, but my agent is actually from Hartlepool. Um, so he had a yeah. few connections there. So kind of just came from that. And I just, yeah, went in, obviously was training for a while, had a look, look at the club and, and yeah, just obviously just thought it was somewhere that I could see myself like playing and obviously the, the ambition of the club and stuff like that. So it was somewhere I wanted to go.
0: Um, right. We're going to jump off the question. So we're going to jump back on to the, to the normal stuff. So, um, Look, we we usually, we always talk about Skillboy careers starting off with the with the guests. Obviously me and yourself have a good few stories that we could kind of mm. reminisce about. Some of them are fucking comical, just the milk cup alone <laughs> had had about twenty of them. Uh I, I wrote I wrote a few down just to, to refresh the memory for, for, for you. I don't know whether you remember some no, of them. Oh. Just the
2: glory days, Connie. That's all they fucking. No, doing. The, these
0: are just stories. Nothing about me being a good player because I wasn't. <laughs> this is this, your life. This, this, this yeah. is just this is these are quality <laughs> stories <laughs> that are just that were fucking brilliant. The one I have, and I don't know if you remember this, Scab, was uh we had Crouchy, it was I can't remember what his real name was. But he was about to jump he was about to jump out the top window of a two-story building because one of the lads told him it was a good idea. <laughs> oh my, oh gosh. Gosh. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh my <laughs> god. Oh please. So um, he, he was, that was yeah, he,
3: he was off his head when I
0: he... oh man, that that fellow was what was he? He was six foot four or something like that. He was an absolute giant and probably the tickest person I've ever met. If he's watching it, I'm sorry, but you were you were the tickest person I've ever met in life. <laughs> like I swear to God. How you was, are I was, you? How are I was, you? What's yeah. <laughs> oh,
3: good? Oh, to say again.
0: <laughs> uh, the other one. The other one. That. That. Um. I don't know. What. What was your? How did you see this one going? But when we got into the fight, we're hearts.
3: Oh stop! That was that was unbelievable. Like, that's one of how my do best you memories. That
0: hundred oh, percent. Oh, how do you remember that, that going?
3: Um. Yeah, because we, we were staying like in the like the apartment block, weren't we? And it was like yeah. there was like that big green area across the road, wasn't it? Yeah. And we,
0: uh, I think we're, we're, were we we were walking over to dinner one night, and
3: yeah. then we oh. missed some of the harsh boards.
0: Were we? I thought the way I had it in my head was that we were out playing football, and then there was a few boards Maybe that I'll the have lads were trying to impress. And then yeah. hearts came around the corner, then, and we're kind of trying to give it the big one, like, and and challenges to yeah, the game with think That might be it. Yeah,
3: and one of them made a
0: comment, didn't they? Who was it? Was it David? David Cannicott went over oh, and I don't him. know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I remember. I remember there being two tackles. I, I can't remember who it was, but I I don't know whether I either got tackled or I tackled someone. And then I I, I thought I remember Vallow or Porridge coming over him. Digging some fella on the side of the head, and then it just... would have yeah, been
3: one, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And then, and then, half uh, of uh, the distance, I see, I see your brother Emmett coming over on his crutches. At the time, trying to try to break it up. With the crutches. He <laughs> wouldn't run it. even if he was off crutches,
3: he wouldn't have done fuck all anyway. So I don't know. He was <laughs> it was over.
0: so funny. It was absolutely hilarious. Uh, that was one. That's one.
3: It was like it was like a scene from Braveheart or something like that. It was, oh, it was just it was just, just people just like scrapping all over this big, big green area. It was brilliant.
0: <laughs> you couldn't you couldn't write it. Uh, the other oh, the other thing as well that we that we had kind of up there. This was all kind of in the one the one trip. The the whole secretary and the abuse that we got that was completely blown out of proportion. Like yeah, that was I think so like two or three yeah. drunk lads went by and threw a few rocks at the hills and stuff like that. And then it was all yeah. over news down down south. Like it was, it was all over the place. Like, and uh, I don't know. Did they do a um, a TV interview or you done some sort of interview? And it was like I remember reading that after a few years later. Going, Jesus Christ, it was like the lads were really afraid, you know? They were in the house and all that. Like, I don't remember. any of that. We thought it, was us.
3: We <laughs> yeah. thought it was unreal. We were like, this is unreal. Like, uh, yeah, that was blown out of proportion massively. Like, oh, massively. Funny, I do remember that, yeah. It's, uh, pretty uh, pretty mental, that. That one was, that
0: one was a bit weird. Uh, the other one I have, so I'm going to jump away from the milk up just for a sec. Do you remember <laughs> going to the nightclub in Spain? Now, if Clarence is still watching this, <laughs> this is probably one of his worst memories he'll ever have. Because what That's happened sad. that night was absolute madness. <laughs>
3: To this, to this day, right? Honestly, to this day, I'm 30 years of age now. That is the drunkest I've ever been in my life. Like, <laughs> like I've never been that drunk in my life
0: before. <laughs> and we were, all, we were all only what 16? Did, <laughs> 16. because 16 was the legal age to drink over in Spain, so we all got to I just do this. Course. What
1: happened? What happened? <laughs> what, happened? That's what happened?
0: It was just, it was just absolutely, like it was absolute mayhem,
3: wasn't it? Yeah, so we were at that tournament in Barcelona, weren't we? And we, yeah. we didn't have a game for a couple of days or something. Or I know maybe yeah. it was like we'd finished the tournament and uh yeah, we said to so Clearie yeah. like the gaffer. Yeah, we said to we said to clearly we were like, Can we go out for a few points or whatever? And he was just like, Right, you can go for a few points, <laughs> but only a few. You need to be back by I don't know what was it, or whatever. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, you want to see the state of some of us, like literally being dragged home from it at like four, about four in the morning, wasn't it? Like yeah, literally being like, oh, sixteen, like, everyone just spewing up all over the place. Like you know at sixteen, you can't you can't handle your drink anyway. Um, <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Uh, I remember him trying to, I think he had to put his fingers down one of the lads' throats because he was so drunk, like, and he was so afraid of him, like, swallowing his own sick. I'm nearly 100% sure he had to stick his finger down someone's throat to make them get sick.
3: Yeah, he did, because you not know, remember the next morning, then we had a massive big meeting with, like, oh, yeah. the, 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 the secretary and all that, like, all the head honchos at Cherry Orchard and stuff, like... And clear as he was making this big speech, and he was like, "He's was bawling his eyes out, crying. He was like, <laughs> he was like I had to have my
0: on your throat to save your life and all this. Oh, <laughs> that was his was,
1: that was, biggest that that was absolutely, yeah.
0: was like, oh, man, oh, Kelly, I was absolutely twisted. Like, it was so fucking funny, oh. that was.
3: Kelly was oh. absolutely, he's hammering him, absolutely hammering him, but yeah, that was... Uh,
0: Jesus, yeah, fun. we got on some shit for that like That that tournament itself was a fucking shambles, wasn't it, when you think back about
3: it? Oh, it was corrupt as fuck wasn't it?
0: <laughs> Oh, you wanna see you wanna see what happened, lads? It was like the, the referee wasn't there a penal shootout. Am I right in saying that? Is there was there a pennel shootout that we had and we had scored or something like that? And they said that the keeper jerry I think it was Jar Ger- and Ger- goal at the time, and he 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 said yeah. the penalty and then I think I was supposed to hit the last penalty and then uh it got retaken and they scored it oh, and they you. ended up going through,
3: yeah, yeah, that was right, yeah. And it was, it was absolute mayhem then, like, wasn't oh it? My, <laughs> Never mind. my mom was on the pitch then, like, thinking that she could speak oh, yeah. Spanish, like, <laughs> she's like, Bastardo, Bastardo, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: absolute I was that? like, Oh, that fucking hell, man, got off the <laughs> It was, I was like, But that was, that was an absolute shambolic uh, tournament. Another, another one I want to cash, I remember back to it. I don't know if you remember this one, but you remember we went down the country. Um, and played in the cup, and we had that ref. I think it was in Derry or something like that, was it?
3: Um, no, it was down
0: in um, oh god, where was it? Oh, was, was it, like, it was it no, was something Charleville, Charleville. That's the one in Cork because yeah. I remember it something to do with fucking cheese or something like that. I remember that always, being yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we we were, we played a game, it was in what was it? I don't know, it was the quarterfinals of the All Ireland or something like that? And quarter-finals, yeah, yeah, it was a big game, and, like. And the whole town, like the whole town of Charlville, was out to watch. And yeah. uh, <laughs> we, we, I think Nataro had been sent off. I had mm-hmm. been sent off. I think, I think, you uh, know, Johnson had been sent off. But one of them, someone didn't leave the pitch even and he played on. And yeah. uh, what the fuck else happened? We I mean, gave a penalty when they dived and it was an absolute shit show. Like, oh, and, that,
3: was uh, worst, that was the worst I've
0: seen, yeah. But, did,
3: oh. but didn't we find out then? Because it was like, it was bad, yeah. though. Like, literally, we were being oh. like, absolutely, we were robbed being robbed out of it, like. And yeah. then it was like, didn't we take it to, like, to court yeah. or something like that? And then we found out that he was, like, son of the secretary of Charleville or something he like that. He was
0: a local or something, man. He was only, like, what? He was only 17 years of age or something like that. And we were yeah. fucking whirling abuse. And we were, like, after the game. Thought, like, thought, like, you would yeah. you would have thought he was about 24, 25, like. Four. Yeah. Jesus Christ! You fucking you got you got abuse over that. Um, <laughs> they're just they're just some of the funny things I I had wrote down. The other the other thing that doesn't bring a great memory back is the the fi- the cup final against Crumlin. That was one of the hardest ones I thought as as yeah. kind of a a player of a Cherry Orchard. That was heartbreaking. That one was. Yeah, that's still there. That still stings to this day. It it does back. doesn't it? Like I, even the good. uh do you remember Ars goal in that one? And uh, oh, we have that it on video. What a shot. I got that. Yeah. Every year that pops up on me yeah, uh, on my Facebook and get the what score we get the was ring. the
1: final how did it finish up? Um
0: two one Andy Boyle scored in the literally the last kick of extra time. Boyle not um, killed us. Um, yeah. yeah. I fucking I scored a header, and then do you remember we scored the I scored the exact same goal, and one of the Crumlin players had pushed the, their defender into the goalkeeper and they gave a free out. After it yeah, started, the second one to make it two one, and yeah, then yeah. Uh, and then they fucking yeah, Andy Boyle literally scored last kick of the game. We ended up losing. Good, good, devastating. That. Yeah, because we
3: like we always had like a we had a good team, didn't we? But Crumlin were just yeah. like yeah. different level. Like and we were always trying to like catch them and always trying to compete with them, but it, it was tough. Like, but that would have been like that would have been our first bit of silver, wouldn't it? Like,
0: yeah, definitely. Yeah. I I always thought at that age that Crumlin always had the better team but we like we we had some good players but they had like a better squad of players like to be honest yeah like like the likes of myself i I didn't think i was i didn't think i was anywhere near that level and there was one i'd say there was probably three three or four i'd say there was three or four in that team like looking back that you probably would have said right probably weren't at the level like um but i think crumbling like at the time Crumlin had connor clifford richie tell uh, did Darius Attell up front? Did Andy Boyle at the back? Like, they had all these players that, that oh, were, like really. Yeah.
3: The list goes on. Yeah. Like, the amount, of, the amount of those players that went away to England was like, it was frightening, really. Like,
0: yeah. So, whereas
3: you, um, probably, you probably had a couple from our team who, who eventually got over.
0: Like, yeah. Like, it was probably what? It was probably yourself. Um, Giggles. Giggles went over for a while, didn't he? Or did he, did he just play League of Ireland, maybe? No, Giggles
3: went over to Derby, yeah. Forgot that, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: okay. Um, yeah. there wasn't many many else, though, was there?
3: I think that was it. No, I'm trying to think now. It actually wasn't. No, I think it might have just been me and
0: Giggles. Yeah, it goes to show like, tar- tar- like oh, he could have. If, if, if his attitude wasn't just to be a lazy, fucker, he definitely would have made it. Like, he just He could have just... went to Man United, honestly. He, he yeah. was that good, like, yeah, he was, he was that good, honestly. Me. Yeah, he, he was, was frightening. What <laughs>
3: He couldn't be asked. He just literally—he wasn't
0: Like he literally, he, he literally bus. played in Ballyfermot, and like he was what two second walk across across the road, and he was lay for fucking everything. Like everything. strolling down, everything. strolling down, and it'd be the slowest walk in the world. Like, and this chap had like outrageous talent, like as a defender, like oh, absolutely. Like, and he, he he carried me through fucking. Through about four years of my <laughs> leading career there, like, but well, he was out, he was outrageous. He was like, it's yeah. like you couldn't get by him, like, he, he had the pace and he, he was class in the air, like, um, Good stuff. But yeah, I don't know. It was, it was, Oof. um, we're gonna move off that, uh, Gav, we'll move on to kind of what happened after that. So, Paddy, do you want to jump in there?
1: Yeah, I was, I was looking at your career today, Um, you started off about 17, you were when you went to Hull first of all 16, yeah, um, 16 yeah. yeah 16 yeah you were there for a few years then you've come back to Ireland now you're back in England I suppose where how do you think your career has went Are you, are you happy with where you where you've ended up Um, you've you've been with great clubs in Ireland uh, you're doing well now in England really well Um, so I suppose the move from or- England to Ireland back to England what's the biggest differences and I suppose um, are you enjoying your football where you are now
3: yeah, like I suppose, just like to answer your first question, like everyone, like Collie would have been the same. Obviously, you're starting out, like you have this dream of playing Premier League football for Man United or Chelsea, in in, in his case, like or whatever. But realistically, you're talking, you're talking one in a million who who do yeah. that. Like that you know I mean? So yeah. uh, after you realize that that's not going to be the case, you just try and make as good a a, a career as you can, like and a, as good a living from from your career as you can um so yeah like i've been lucky to play for some like top clubs back home in the league of ireland obviously um and then yeah it was just always something that was in the back of my mind about having another crack back over in the uk um so yeah at the moment I'm, i'm obviously doing well over here i'm at a you know i'm at a good club um playing at like a decent level and like i said yeah enjoying my football
1: Good stuff. Um, I suppose I just want to hit on a point that we've been hitting with a lot of uh, guests over the last couple of months. Um, when you went to Hull, you were young, like you're only 16, 17. Were you living over there on your own? Did you have family with you? And how did you manage that at such a young age? No.
3: So when I first moved over, so they, they basically just put you into digs, basically where you're just staying with a, a family. Um, mm. and they obviously they obviously look after you. the club. Obviously pays them to 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 look after you. Um, so yeah, I was usually in digs with maybe one of the other lads that was on the team with me um i stayed with a fella from uh from belfast for two years like so the two of us were pretty close like so that made it easier i suppose okay. like when you're you're living with somebody else who's in kind of the same boat as you haven't moved across like like across the water and stuff like that so yeah. um but yeah i suppose like when you move across at that age at 16 even though you are being looked after by a family you do have to i suppose grow up a bit quicker than you would if yeah. you were yeah at home and just arsing about back home, do you know what I mean?
1: And you have a lot of time when you're, I suppose, when you're not playing football or training, there's an awful lot of free time there, I suppose, to fill. So how did you manage doing that? Like, do you just sitting on your PlayStation or, you know?
3: Yeah, just any way you could, really, just to pass the days. Like I said, like box sets and on yeah. Playstations and going out trying to, I don't know, Trying to pull birds and stuff like that. So just, just it's just really 16 year old lad. Like yeah. Uh, uh, Don't be
1: filtered on the pod, yeah, grand. Yeah, grand. yeah good stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's what we want to hear. We'd all be the same. We're all <laughs> 16 months. Uh, all good stuff. Thanks very much. Uh Connor, I'll pass it to yourself.
2: Yeah, I've got one big question. Obviously, we're playing with playing with Hartley Pull, there's there's one member of the uh, the media whoever wants to know. one yeah. have you met Jeff Stellan two <laughs> you have what he like? Yeah. Hello. No, yeah, not like, like we all know Jeff pretty well.
3: He's always um, comes to a lot of the games and stuff, and um, yeah, so we've met him on a number of occasions. Like he's he's a top man. Like he's he's sound. He really is. Like, and he's he's a massive fan. Um, obviously, he's born and raised in in Hartlepool. Like, so he's um, he's a massive fan. So he's been a massive supporter of us, and and obviously me personally over the years.
2: Sweet. And one thing that Paddy mentioned there as well about that transition from. England back to Ireland at such a young age like when you came back over how did you get yourself back into that routine and that habit to, to force a move back across the water we've seen so many people come back at a young age I know so many people have come back at a young age and either gave up didn't have the heart to go back into it just couldn't get the I don't know it's a dedication back to go back across did you have to think about it yourself did you give yourself time to assess if you wanted to go back like what was your mindset when you came back to Ireland um i suppose look i don't know i just
3: always kind of had it in me i always had that like that determination i think that's kind of what like that you're going to have a lot of players with talent and stuff like that but like say like we speak about Nataro and whatever had unbelievable talent but i think if you don't have that that mindset and that determination to actually put in the hard yards and the graft and all that like then like it's not going to happen i luckily i've always had that in me so when i came back i you know obviously i was supposed suppose disappointed that it didn't work out how i had planned but i just kind of thought it's a chance to kind of restart my career in a way um and then always kind of fancied myself to have another crack at it and, and get back across the water because i would i had obviously sacrificed so much um for my career that i just felt like it would just be a waste if i just packed it in like
0: yeah um, yeah. just want to could I just ask you something, Gaffer? You went over to Hull. Um, what was it? Phil Brown that was in charge at the time, and and oh. were you kind of what, what? Like I know, you were you there for four years? Was it were you floating in and around the first team, or what was what way was that working out for you?
3: Yeah, so when I first moved over, I was obviously in the U team. Uh, Phil Brown was the Gaffer at the time, yeah. um, and we just just got promoted into the Premier League. So yeah, the club was like massively on the on the up, and there was a massive like hype around the club at, at the time and a lot of money yeah. being pumped into the club Um and then like obviously as, as I worked my way up I yeah I was like I was in and around the first team I was kind of I was I suppose part of the squad for half a season maybe uh, under Nigel Pearson Um yeah. so he obviously he liked me obviously obviously rated yeah. me so he always had me in and around the first team just obviously never got that opportunity to obviously break through and, and make my debut and stuff like which was was frustrating like at the time because I felt like I was getting closer and closer. And then I think he, he ended up going back. He had come from Leicester and then he had a couple of years at us and then he ended up going back to Leicester. So that kind of killed mm. me in a way. Um because he was obviously a big supporter of mine. Like
0: Yeah and and when you were there, I suppose was the likes of Jimmy Bullard and all would have been there. Was Jimmy was there at the time when you were there, was he? Yeah 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 he was well see like, like, yes. like I have to I have to ask you why he was like I you so he's fucking mental like
3: Oh, absolute mad as a box of frogs! Like just literally off his head. Like some of the some of the sh- shit that he used to do, like in and around the training ground, was just oh, it was funny as fuck. Like would he, he, was, would he uh, be
0: more yeah. like? Would he be more kind of practical joke kind of thing, or would it just be like the the yeah. stupid like you, you see like you see on soccer? Him kicks the ball and it's some like ridiculous shout that he makes or something like that. Like
3: yeah, no, he just yeah, just like some of the stuff he would come out with, some of his comments and that that he come out with would just have everyone just howling like, but yeah like practical jokes and that he just always be just winding people up and just yeah just acting a clown basically like
0: yeah it, it's it's mad actually when you when you think about like what he's done from just being a footballer to coming out and doing everything after with tv and stuff like that mm. like is that like is that something that you would plan on doing in, in the future or what like like do you have a plan then after do you Sorry, Paddy. I know Paddy asked me. It was saying that he's going to ask you this earlier. I'm just stealing your question because i have just oh, led. Yeah, I've just been led on to this one, Paddy. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: well, yeah. Obviously, I, I don't feel like I have enough uh, high of a status to maybe take over soccer. M or anything like. But uh, <laughs> uh,
1: what is yeah, no, Beyond the ball. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, yeah just, there, just there
3: from the bottom <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah it would be something I'd, I'd be interested to, to get into the kind of media side of it like um, seems to be kind of the way most footballers go they either go the coaching route or they go maybe into the media side of it
1: yeah. I'd probably
3: be one that would kind of favour maybe the media side of it because coaching is just like I feel like it's football in itself like as a player it's dog eat dog and I think yeah. when you go into when you go into coaching, it's even, it's even worse. Like it's cutthroat. Like you literally, there's no like no security. No, like you could be you could be out of a job in six months, like out of nowhere. Like so, it doesn't, yeah. doesn't really interest me. Like,
0: yeah. Paddy, we were talking earlier about the, um, I suppose the initiative or whatever it's called that that Crystal Palace are doing now. Where is it? Is it an aftercare for players that are coming out of football, or is it?
1: Yeah, I think it's it's just about player welfare because. Touching back on the question I asked earlier about, as a young lad, how you looked after yourself outside of when you are at the club, because yeah. we've heard a lot of stories about you know, people turning to the drink or gambling or whatever, you know, like because they haven't had been grounded with a, maybe a family life, they've been brought away from their home and stuff like that. Um, so Crystal Palace now have come out, and they're one of the first English clubs to actually <laughs> say that they're setting up a support structure for all footballers, for not only when they're in the club, but for when they finish with the club, to send them, say, maybe do college courses and stuff like that. Um, do you think that's something that's good in the that should be in the modern game at every club for players?
3: Absolutely, it's it's long overdue that like it's uh, it should have happened 10 15 years ago, like I think anyway. Um, I seen that I seen that there last week and I just thought like that's it's, it's unbelievable, like stuff like that should have been in place for years because yeah, it, it is the case. Like you, you have you have players getting released, it was it was similar for me, it was just like right, you're on your own now, like do you know what yeah, I mean? It's, it's, Basically, just kind of sort yourself out, and um, but yeah, no, I think it it is important because, like, when players, especially players leaving school at a young age and stuff like that, they're basically putting all their eggs in one basket into football, mm. and then if it doesn't work out, then it's are kind of up shit creek, like. So, I think it mm. is important to have that structure in place that they can get into other things if if they can't obviously kind of pave a way for themselves, like in football.
1: No, absolutely. Um, I suppose staying with. Did the, the latter part of your career? Um, there's a there's a player uh, playing for United called Ronaldo. He's 37 now, saying he's <laughs> going to play into his 40s. Um, I mean, how many more seasons do you think you have in the legs?
2: God, I wish, I hope I look like Ronaldo at 37. Like, but um, he <laughs> you don't look like about 30, so I don't think I have a chance. Yeah. <laughs> he's, a... <laughs> he's a freaking
3: ageer um yeah. Nah, but look, I'm. I'm I'm, I'm one of them. I've I've always kept myself in decent decent shape and decent condition and looked after myself. So, if I keep doing that, I'm, I've am i never had any touch wood, any serious injuries or anything like that. Yeah. So, doing that, I can play it to them.
1: So, th- that's, I, mean, so I suppose, phasing to me. Next question. How do you Look after yourself at this because you know you're coming now to the, the latter stages of your Can footballing stop career. Stop
0: saying that like 30 is, is old. I'm like, I'm fucking offended <laughs> no, to Haggard.
1: I'm, 40, I'm 40th 40th on day. Saturday and I'm talking like this. The funniest bit is Gav saying he was keeping
2: himself in, in Nick and then looking at Collie in the fucking ice bath last night. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like a whale getting in an ice bath It was embarrassing. <laughs> <Fucking comparison. laughs>
2: You you
1: feel good. good. And for Preparation-wise, do you change how you prepare for games and you train um, than you would have in your mid-twenties? Or are you still the same?
3: No, I think... I suppose I was... You can get away with stuff when you're younger. Do you know what I mean? Um, Whereas you you can't be naive to think that you'll still get away with that when you get into your thirties and stuff like that. So you do. You have to start looking after your body a bit more. Like I said, I've always looked after... I've always had a good diet and stuff like that. Um I've never been one to like kind of let myself go or anything like that. Yeah. I've always kept myself in, in decent condition like so because if you cool. have that routine for so long, it's it's easy to maintain that. So I think it's important, yeah. You need to you need to look after your diet and all kind of like yoga stuff like that. Like I, I do a bit of yoga and all that kind of stuff like just to keep yeah. the body body kind of like so it doesn't stiffen up basically like
1: yeah yeah no, um, so geese was saying he got into his 40s because of pilates and yogurt and stuff like yeah. that you know a really extended his career yeah yeah it's massive Remindies.
3: now in, in football i think i think pretty much everyone's having a go at it like because it, it yeah. obviously clearly does help if it worked for him it, it'll work for us like absolutely to brighten you
1: yeah. up a little bit um <laughs> just before he connor um you're playing a big game this weekend who, who are you looking yeah. forward to coming up against
3: not Zaha anyway. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, not fancy chasing him, chasing him back. Um no, yeah, look, it'd be, it'd be good. Obviously, they're established pre- Premier League team, so it'll be um yeah, it'll be,
1: a, it'll be a... he's, he's feeling confident going into it.
3: Yeah, it's one of them, like you just you've literally nothing to lose. Like you just go okay. into the game, enjoy enjoy it, yeah. Um yeah, look, obviously we're massive underdogs like so but funnier things have happened in football there's no pressure on us all the pressure's on them so you yeah. just have to go well, and just try and express yourself yeah
1: i'll be cheering you on i'm a united supporter and that Vieira fella annoys me so yeah i'll well, definitely be cheering, cheering you on <laughs> well, like, I'm
2: i to in the tunnel <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. i was be gonna be give the
3: carrie level yeah. handshake you know the squeeze <laughs>
0: <of> the <hand laughs> the connor jump onto you there for me.
2: Yeah, I suppose. What looking back on to when you joined Hall and when you made that move across, and as you mentioned, you kind of been on the fringe. Like, was there any player who took you under their wing, for instance, who was a big idol for you, who looked after you when you were coming up, kind of maybe from the youth setup and, and like touching on to the first team? Um, well, to be fair, Hull like w- w-
3: was lucky at the time because we had a, there was a massive Irish contingent there at the time. Um, like we had. Like to say Robbie Brady, who I would have played with in the like the Irish setup when I was younger, so I knew Robbie, um, Paul McShane, obviously Kevin Kilbane, Irish legend. Like so, he he actually turned out to be once he obviously packed it in and he retired, he ended up being my reserve team manager. So he was massive for me. Um, yeah, so he was killer was massive for me, and Nick Barnby as well. He was he was very good for me as well. So players players like that, like obviously massive experience who had great careers in the game like just obviously learning from them and watching how they handle themselves like on and off the pitch was was a massive like learning curve yeah. did you get put on boot cleaning duty <laughs> um it was never like it was never like mandatory but it was just like as a respect thing you'd you'd offer to to clean one of the one of the pro like the senior pros boots and whatever and he might throw you a few quid like but it was His never like, a clean how much did he give you?
2: That's how <laughs> <laughs> I the rabbit hole.
3: I used to go for whoever was on the most money at the club, just, to, <laughs> no, just name to be fair. To be fair, Bullard would have been on some decent cash, so he was a good one to go to.
2: Yeah, <laughs> so would it be like a race between like younger players of going and going and nail somebody and get the boots off them as quick as you could or? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah.
3: Yeah, it was pretty much, uh, yeah, first come, first serve, basically. Like yeah. The fucking
2: hunger games trying to get a pair of boots, <laughs> <laughs>
3: so like, taking,
2: but i But I'm inter- what, what, was, what was the going rate right for cleaning boots from a from a senior player? And it might throw you like 50 quid or something like that. It was, if you like, yeah, for, for yeah, exactly.
3: For a young, lad, like, yeah, no, for a young lad, that was that's massive, like, yeah, so,
0: um.
2: Yeah, no. It, did you ever, won, did you won won ever won. fuck did you ever fuck up the boot cleaning duty?
0: <laughs> Clean the inside, get the inside of the boot wet. Oh, nothing worse. No, yeah, like you, can't,
2: you miss that's... a pit? Did you miss a bit or did you cover it with black boy <laughs> no. with the boots or red or
3: <laughs> no no, no. If we did we, to be fair, we didn't have many of the like many of the players who would have like, you know, the polish and all that on their boots. It was just basically just, just cleaning them and get all the muck <laughs> and the stuff <laughs> off them. like that was basically it. Yeah,
2: no one was cleaning Giovanni's boots anyway. <laughs> oh Yo, yeah <Your> value, yeah <laughs> jesus
0: right uh gav so look obviously you made the move back Sorry, you thought this don't matter uh obviously you made the, the the move back over to Ireland. how was your how was your time and I, I know like you kind of touched on it a little bit earlier but was it a thing? like we th- who was it we were talking to before was it paul Bourne? I think you played for celtic before he was saying that like when you make that move back over it's kind of a thing where you in your own mind, you're thinking people are thinking about me, right. I haven't made it like now. How do I get my mindset into proving a point? And like, did you feel that, that when you came back, you, you'd, you'd hear things like, and that would distract you or was it always kind of a, no, just, just focus on what you were doing. Like,
3: Yeah. Like I've, I think, like I've said this before, like I felt like there was always a bit of a, a bit of a stigma for players like who would come back from the UK and, I think that's why players were always reluctant to come back and play in the League of Ireland, like because they yeah. seemed it made them feel like it seemed like a bit of a failure or whatever. But realistically, it's once you get back to the League of Ireland, you realize how competitive the league is and how much of a like a platform or a, it can restart your career. And uh, again, like it's it's not really it's just it's basically just it's like a massive opportunity to play in a in a proper league, basically. So yeah, it was. Yeah, so it was never it was never something that really really bothered me. I just thought, right, I might have to take a step back to take a couple of steps forward, basically, and and kind of like basically just try and pave away for myself in in my career.
0: And you obviously, uh, Drita was the first team you were at, wasn't it? Um, how did you how did you find that kind of initial coming into the club where, where people because like because you were over in England, where people saying right, like, yeah, automatically kind of got that respect. There was that st- it still a thing, I suppose, like lads be lads in the dressing room and you kind of have to earn it a bit like we automatically nearly given that or was it kind of you had to still have to prove yourself to the rest of the lads no
3: no like i think you you need to you need to earn it because as soon as i went into draw that you kind of realized you're 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 in with experienced league of ireland pros like who have been around the league of ireland for years um play for some good clubs like and uh, played a lot of games in the league. Like, so yeah, it was one of them. You had to earn their respect just as much. Like it wasn't just us, like some, some kid coming back from, from the UK. It was never, never a case of that. It was basically like you were starting from, from scratch again. Like, and you had to, you had to earn your, earn your stripes as such. Like,
0: and how did you how did you kind of find playing for them teams? I know you obviously you had a decent enough career. I um I the thirty one appearances and six goals. You start you start kind of chipping in with a good few goals. Like I think, and even lately with Hartlepool, you've been you've been kind of getting a lot more goals than I suppose. I suppose at the start, like even looking at your your Hartlepool stats ninety three uh, appearances and twenty goals, like. Mm. For a midfielder, you're talking Frankie Lampard's That's there, like, uh, like is that something you've added to your game? Have you changed that? Like you would have thought, like as you Don't get, get older, you're kind of
1: Frank of... Lampard. Jeez. No, no,
0: like, Lampard gets around mention every game. Uh, I'm, now an Everton, I'm now an Everton supporter, so uh, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, but like, is that something that you've added to your game? Is kind of like trying to get them goals because you, you sometimes you see it the opposite way when you when you, as Paddy would say, get older. Uh, you, you see yourself nearly dropping a bit deeper, but is that something that you've added? that's kind of gone forward a lot more, or is that something like the gaffer decides? Uh,
3: no, like I suppose I, um, I suppose I kind of—I've always had that. Like you probably remember from Cherry Orchard, yeah. I was always, I was always one to kind of like I was more of a an attacking midfielder. Like, do you know what yeah. I mean? And I wanted to get myself in the box and score goals and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I suppose it's it's one of them. It, you kind of just as your career like progresses you you get more experience so you 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 kind of you like develop, yeah you find ways you develop a bit of a knack for it which i kind of have over the last i don't know six seven years in my career or whatever um yeah. back home and then obviously over here so um yeah no it's 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 a part of my game and it's, it's like i suppose it's a bit of a strength of mine like um uh, makes up for the, my other weaknesses in my game i
0: suppose <laughs> how how kind of tact Tactical and technical is it at that level? So obviously we've we've all seen the the documentaries at the elite level with with United and, sorry with Spurs and the, the rest of them. Like how tactical and technical is it at that level? Is it is it just as well as just as kind of tactical and technical? But you don't have kind of the, the money I suppose, as in behind. Say it like again,
2: Colin.
0: Tactical <laughs> and technical. Tactical. tactical. <laughs> <So>
3: um, <laughs> well, yeah, just yeah. Our facilities are definitely not what sports facilities are put it that way yeah, um, yeah. But, yeah so no but it's i suppose it's yeah you you'd have similar just to to that extent like you have all the sports scientists and all that kind yeah. of stuff like nutritionists all that kind of um stuff um but yeah no it would be it would be similar just not to not to that extent yeah, but like like Spurs or a man city like but um yeah. no i suppose that Football, from what it was, uh, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago, like, in the lower leagues in in England has progressed massively, like, yeah. with, with all that kind of stuff. Like, you have your analysis teams and your, like I said, sports scientists, your nutritionists and all that at pretty much every club. So, it's definitely progressed massively, like,
0: Cool. Uh, before I jump on to one of the lads there, I just just um, there was a couple of comments in, so I'll just um, run through them real quick there. Uh, one in for me, Dog, there's a there. Gav, I presume he's talking about the uh, the Barcelona thing. You swore to me you weren't drinking, you little bollocks. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, oh, man. Oh, man, <laughs> uh, JMW, what was your first club? I think we covered that there. Um, yeah, I think we covered that. Yeah. Uh, shane uh don't answer this one please gav uh i know a lot of guests from other episodes have said spend less and say more now in your 30s when you decide to hang up yours can you live comfortably and never work again gav that's his own or sorry yeah uh, shane that's his own personal finances you won't be discussing that in the podcast uh, and <laughs> was <laughs> was gavin at hull when robertson and mcguire was there
3: no that was a couple of years after me um i think it, i think they probably came maybe Maybe two years after I left. So yeah, I wasn't there when, when they were there.
0: Okay. Both slap uh, head. <laughs> <so ready> <laughs> the, the biggest head in the world, and, and you know you haven't scored oh, in about man. 107 corners. 80 million
1: and... slap head. <laughs> mm-hmm. Crazy. <laughs>
0: Crazy. Uh, and the next one then is from JMW. Gab, Do you play FIFA? I don't, you know. I've never
3: yeah, I'm not, <sighs> I'm, not I'm not I'm not I'm not a massive gamer but like I used to be when I was younger, but some of us have to grow up, Collie. Do you know what
2: I'm saying? So. <laughs> I know,
0: yeah. Just me, but I'm your little. I don't know uh, if you realize
2: <laughs> about that, but you were uh, you a hot property in FIFA there in December because you were like one of the icon swap token things. So oh, everyone was trying yeah. to get the Gav Hula. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no, you uh, might be able to go on to yeah.
0: FIFA there and look for a few spondulings. Yeah, oh, that one there. The Royal Yeah, one, I don't know. I might get
2: into it, they, they are showing, but like, yeah, 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 yeah. they're rated right
0: 40 or something. But, uh, yeah. yeah, you're you're in the game, uh, right? We'll jump off the, the comments there, Paddy Back on to you there. Have you. How yeah,
1: games? um, I suppose if you've had a long career now, you're playing in the UK, and um, have you ever <laughs> you're been... mad for a like
0: just leave the yeah. oldness alone? Paddy,
1: <laughs> when are you collecting your pension? I'm, yeah. I'm you yeah. you, yeah. gone no. here. Yeah. Have, you, have you ever been starstruck playing against somebody or a team? Or a bit like the what's the, who's the biggest sports personality you've played against? Say um oh god, who would it be?
3: Uh played against like would have played against like pogban stuff, like when he was in the reserves at United and stuff. Well wow. um and you obviously knew then like that he was gonna be like like top world class, exactly. like yeah. yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Not coach, but, yeah. Um God, yeah, I'm trying to think who else. Um well, there's nothing I can really think of. Played against that um, you know, Mario Goitza.
1: Yeah,
0: no
3: way. He scored World Cup final. Winning goal, Clang like, yeah,
1: name yeah. drop. You know, Mario yeah, Gauter.
3: Yeah, oh yeah, I think we do. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah Mario. Mario
0: podcast next week. <laughs> yeah, Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. How did you play uh, against him?
3: The Irish team on under seventeens. Uh, yeah. Jesus. And
1: who was the hardest player you've ever played against? Your toughest game. Toughest game. You know, who I used to hate playing against actually, Chris
3: Shields. <laughs> oh my god. He was a nightmare to play against. <laughs> I know you wouldn't expect that, but honestly, I used to Imagine. hate playing against him. I used to Shields. I used to say it to him all the time, he he was just like he was a rash, like he was all over you and he was quick and strong. He was he, yeah, he was a nightmare to play against. Nah, I'm sorry, maybe.
0: So sorry, I, sorry, I just want to ask uh so is it Connor Gallagher you might be playing against now on uh on Saturday?
3: Yeah. No, I will not get his shirt for you. Oh okay.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah yeah Paddy, sorry, sorry, I had to jump in. There. No, no, you're already right. go ahead, Connor. Um
2: I suppose for me it's like obviously you mentioned about like the big moments in your career, the promotion medal. <laughs> I'm not gonna mention the middle cup but Cherry Archit again. Set him Yeah. Um what's the, <laughs> the two questions I have is what's the the biggest goal you've ever scored? So like the most important maybe the one that meant the most to you. Across your whole career, and then the best goal you've ever scored just from a the walk through the goal for me. uh
3: biggest goal I've ever scored. Hmm. Trying to think now. Um, it's easy put me on the spot. I can't even think of a half my goals.
1: <laughs> you've got a bad complaint. A
0: yeah. 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 Too many. Um, <laughs> No, I, scored a, I you, scored a couple of... You what? Sorry, did you get goal of the season, or sorry, goal of the month or something there about a month or two ago? Or oh, yeah. Something? Yeah, I just did, did, to be fair. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, it has to be up there. That was all right, I suppose.
3: <laughs> Overhead, oh, I actually have, I have the trophy here, actually. <laughs> the camera
0: just uh, zoomed across.
3: <laughs> yeah. No, that was probably one of my better goals, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I scored. I scored a few big goals last year, obviously, like, with the promotion, promotion, um, yeah, like kind of like coming towards like some of the big games at the end of the season that obviously were were massive wins. So I scored a couple of big goals in them. Yeah. Or the best goal? Best goal, probably. Mm. I'd say probably I'd say probably that one I scored maybe the start of the season. That's probably one of my, my better goals against Carla.
2: It's like a chest um, chest and volley. Chest and volley. How far out are we talking? 30 yeah. 25 30 yards. Collie P- probably know better, he's probably seen it.
0: <laughs> ah, well, look, I've scored many of them myself, you know. What but... <laughs> well, well, Five fiver the spa, yeah, on Polly, do, you remember, Polly, do you remember my goal from the halfway line? Oh, in the my long, god, score. that was outrageous! That's, oh, that's
3: the best goal ever scored. That's the best, yeah, ever yeah, ever. <laughs>
0: that's actually, oh, god, that was a screamer. That was. Oh, was was that, that was, was that. Was, who was it? Was when you scored that? Someone looked around in shock. I can't remember who it was. I don't know if it was was it Johnny Williams or something at the time.
3: Yeah,
0: probably was. Yeah. But you, when you scored, someone turned around. They went like that, and they were like, "It was like they didn't want you to have scored it." But they were like, "What the fuck is it to score that?" I like, was so Johnny Williams. 100%, yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. hundred percent. Uh,
2: uh, the last thing for me is there's yeah. there's a comment in there, colleague. You can just flash it up around. Uh, I means
0: obviously the game different of the ones.
2: weekend. Um, this one. Yeah, can we organize some kind of celebration if that actually does happen? Ooh. Go on, then. What, what, what would you want me to do? What are we talking? I don't know. Do you have like, do you wear a vest underneath? Can we have a beyond the ball over the head? I
3: actually don't know if I'm able to sponsor, like promote any, any, any... yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah.
2: no, okay, but a celebration. Then. I don't know if you can think of one colleague. What
0: if it, what if you were to, if you were to score? And you run into the net, you grab the ball, you hold the ball, and you go like that and put your hand over it as if you're going beyond <laughs> the ball. So you get the ball in your hand. You're running, this is the ball. You're after getting it out of the net, you run to the corner, and you just go. I right, just thinking no, more of like
1: a,
2: of a, a Timmy Cahill punch the corner. He's man.
1: not going <laughs> to do that. He's not
2: going
0: to do that. <laughs> no, don't, no, Gavin, it doesn't have to be a last-minute winner.
2: It? It, it can be a goal at any time, right? We'll take
3: what we can get. Well, if I score on Saturday, I'll just be in the crowd. I'll just be straight. Yeah, exactly. Out of the yeah, yeah. That's
0: the last thing I
3: think. Tell telling them to the subscribe
1: podcast. to be on the ball. Yeah.
0: Actually, if you can have a word with uh, Crystal Palace's uh, media team and tell them I don't like them because we were supposed to have someone on the podcast uh, in two weeks' time and they rang us and told us that they can't come on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Killian yeah, Phillips is yeah. supposed to come on. Uh, so Or Kevin Phillips, as Paddy called him the other day. Uh, he was supposed to come on. He was only, he's only after signing and, and uh, he was he agreed to come on and all, but um he obviously when he went over he had to tell them what we had planned and he obviously mentioned mm-hmm. the podcast and then they got an email and then they rang me and were like they're after refusing uh local uh, media interviews. So yeah. if they if he jumped onto this, they'd go mad. So they were like, oh, maybe we'll get him
2: on next season. I was like, Well, okay, that's weird. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so upend loads of fellas when you say it.
0: Did I click that? <laughs> Probably, did I click <laughs> that Sorry um sorry we've got something here there uh 4,700 fans we've got an Irish midfielder that's where we're going to be getting gav um we usually do work quick for our questions lads but i i think we've pretty much asked um yeah. asked everything there haven't we yeah they weren't think, that quick but we've asked yeah anyway, yeah we we went yeah. we went along we oh, brilliant
1: thank you so yeah. much
0: yeah, Gav, look, nice. I, I think I think I think we will we will call it a day there. We're coming up towards the hour mark anyway. So um I wanna say a massive thanks for coming on. Obviously, I'd, I'd fucking speak to you about the cherry orchard day as far. going but man. but the lads it's don't nice. want to the lads I want to listen to it. Uh <laughs> but uh no, I do want to say a massive thanks for coming on. Um I fucking ho- I'd hope you spank Palace on Saturday. I really do. It'd be fucking awesome. really unbelievable if you still. So, uh, yeah. best luck against Charity. Anyway. You
1: haven't got long left. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like I'm going to die next week, week now. Like, fucking <laughs> hell. Yeah,
2: I was uh, going to say, uh, that's bro. what Gav has left. God fucking hell do you, colleague. Gotta... <laughs> yeah, I <I'm> fucked. <laughs> <laughs> the cholesterol no, checked in the morning.
0: <laughs> yeah, 100%. Gav, yeah. yeah, now look, massive, massive thanks for coming on. Uh no, really you're appreciate Look, Best luck for everything, all right? Top oh, man. Uh, it, Paddy. Paddy and Connor. Nice of you for joining us as well. Yeah. Cheers, yeah, man. Nice Thanks very much. Cheers, uh, for For anyone you. that is watching and uh, is watching on YouTube, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Anyone that's listening on Spotify, uh, make sure you follow us Facebook and Twitter the same. Uh, so we'll be back at the same time next week uh, with who we got next week. Joe. Joe Garman. Joe Garman's on next week. Yeah. Um, so we'll be chatting to him a little bit about what's going on in his career at the moment. So, uh, thanks everyone for watching, and we'll see you again Tuesday half eight next week.